I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This is Computer Talk with Tab, hosted by Eric Semmel of Tab Computer Systems. Interact with Eric and his guest by phone at 522-WTIC or 1-800-966-WTIC. Email them in the studio at gethelpattabinc.com or get help anytime at computertalkwithtab.com. Now, here's Eric. Hey, good morning. This is Computer Talk with Tab. I'm Eric. And I'm Bob. And Bob is Bob Shorey. He's one of the MCSEs that works at Tab and comes in and helps me out with your computer problems, comments, questions, and concerns. Feel free to get online. It's a... Nice rainy morning here in, in uh, Connecticut and all on the eastern seaboard. So feel free to get online, and we'll do our best to help you out with your computer problems and issues. 1-800-966-WTIC, 522-WTIC. We're here until 11 o'clock, and uh, generally around the 10 o'clock hour, you guys all wake up. Bob and I are here earlier than that, <laughs> so get online earlier if you'd like to get your questions answered. But we've got some technology news we want to talk about. What do you got, Bob? Well, i got a good one here. Yes. Starbucks, my favorite place I never go to. <laughs> you can't, you don't like buying seven dollar cups of coffee? Well, yeah, but plus it's so strong that you know, I, I to me it's like mud. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, yeah, I don't like the texture. Sure. Anyway, but it doesn't matter. Mm. Um, no, Starbucks won't be accepting Bitcoin. This no. is a, a mm. CNET article. Interesting. Yes, Starbucks wants a piece of the cryptocurrency action, but you'll need dollars to pay for that frappuccino. Interesting. By now, you may have heard Starbucks is betting that uh, customers are willing to trade their hard-earned Bitcoins for a free straw-free cup of cold brew. <laughs> but contrary cold to brew? Cold brew. But contrary to the headlines mm -hmm. you might have seen around the web, Starbucks isn't planning to actually accept Bitcoins itself. All right. Customers will not be able to pay for Frappuccinos with Bitcoin. A Starbucks post spokesperson reportedly told Motherboard. Mm -hmm. That's pretty clear. Yeah. So what's actually going on here, Starbucks uh, is simply the flagship retailer for a new cryptocurrency called BAKT. B-A-K-K-T. <laughs> Great. Another fake coin. Whose purpose is to let users and companies alike trade digital money and mm. convert it into traditional money oh, all around the world. All right. Microsoft is also on board. Of course they are. And traditional money is what Starbucks is hoping to get out of the arrangement. Yes. As the flagship retailer, Starbucks will play a pivotal role in developing practical, trusted, and regulated applications for consumers to convert their digital assets into U.S. dollars <laughs> for use at Starbucks, <laughs> said Maria Smith, Vice Ooh. President, Partnerships and Payments for Starbucks. So it's a Rube Goldberg approach to buying a coffee. Uh -huh. You have to first take your real money, buy fake money, then convert it back into real money so you can buy your coffee. Yeah. There you go. It is important <laughs> to clarify that we are not accepting digital assets at Starbucks. Rather, the exchange will convert digital assets like Bitcoin into U.S. dollars, which can be used at Starbucks. Right. So you're going to be a Bitcoin into a buck coin and then into a dollar. So by the way, guys, there are fees every time you do that. The funny thing about Bitcoin is there was a Bitcoin conference, and this Bitcoin conference didn't didn't accept Bitcoin, or nobody was paying a Bitcoin because the fees to convert 
the Bitcoin into dollars were so high at the Bitcoin conference <laughs> that nobody wanted to do it. So here, Starbucks is saying, hmm, these dinglings want to use fake money. So we'll sell them a fake coin. At a commission. Charge them a commission for the fake coin. Then when they have Bitcoins, they can convert that one commission, convert the other one to Bach, and then convert it back to, data, to dollars. And all these guys are thinking they're doing something cool. They're just getting their pockets picked. Commission, commission, commission. Cha-ching. Anyway, so why does Starbucks care? Yes. It's a little-known fact that Starbucks, not Apple Pay or Google Pay, is the leader for proximity-based mobile payments. Mm. Read, read, tap to pay at, right. a cash, at, cash, at a cash register in right. the U.S. Near-field communication. So it might like to maintain that lead. Who cares? And they didn't. They don't want to maintain the lead. They just want to get you get you coming and going. So you're going to buy an overpriced coffee, and then the price, the actual commissions on your converting of your fake money to real money makes even more money for them. <laughs> They're going to make more money on the conversion than they are on the coffee. They could, well, of course. I mean, who? Yeah. So Starbucks didn't immediately respond to CNET's request for comment. That is funny. Now you don't have to go to the site to read it. Well, you can because I just read the whole article. Yeah, well, we'll put a link up there for you to read it. You know, it's kind of, again, it's the Rube Goldberg approach to technology. We're trying to get things, make things more convenient, right? And we're not making it more convenient. I got a story for when I was on vacation last week. Uh, we were, my family was probably one of the early adopters of. Uh, Easy Pass. We were talking about Easy Pass, you know, before Dan Malloy decided to spend ten millions on how it work, how it works, and it was even in a thought in his brain. So I've, we've been members of the New Jersey Easy Pass system for like fifteen years because we've been going down to the Outer Banks, and uh, this season we went down with no trouble at all. <laughs> Went right through all these great electronic tolls, had my pocket picked electronically, automatically, and I was so happy. On my way home, we get to the, the Chesapeake Bay Bridge Tunnel, and that gate would not open for the life of it. <laughs> it's saying, call service. This is a Sunday. Well, guess what? Easy Pass ain't open on Sunday. <laughs> and <laughs> no, you can't back up. <laughs> oh, no. So you got to buzz the guy. He makes me spin around. I have to rip out real money. <laughs> Through a ton of tolls, all the way from the Chesapeake Bay, all the way through the new Tappan Zee Bridge, which is beautiful, by the way. So they uh, don't accept your transponder, or what's the deal? No, the transponders wouldn't work anymore. And, of course, you can't call Easy Pass. And so my wife's trying to do her best on her smartphone to, to go online, right? Come on, it's the digital world. You're going to go online. You're going to log in. You're going to make it work. Heck no. They said my transponder, which I had for 15 years, didn't have a username attached to it, which is baloney. Of course it does. It's been working for 15 years. This is technology for you. So she's, so I'm literally having to go through toll booths, getting my coins together, and chucking them in those jockstrap connect collection devices. That <laughs> remind me, I don't know why they remind me of that. You know, Six coins at a time to get home. It added a half an hour to my commute. You go to the Tappan Zee Bridge, you have two ways to pay. Easy pass, or you have to sign up for some sort of license plate deal. Well, we just went through the Tappan Zee Bridge doing neither of those things. I'm sure we're going to get some sort of a letter from somebody. Yeah, you're going to get a bill in the mail. Trust me, I've done that. But my point is, it's, this is supposed to be, it's the year 2018, and I couldn't get it corrected electronically or via the web. They're closed on Sunday. This is the convenience of new technology. Uh, it's just mind-boggling. And uh, it, when you're disconnected from your service, forget it. You're stuck. You have to add a half an hour of time. And then you know how dangerous it is to move over to the, the pay lanes? <laughs> so Especially you, in New Jersey. Have you seen those guys? <laughs> you've been pulled over into the Internet Superhighway Jailhouse. <laughs> yeah. I'm on the shoulder. I was on the shoulder. So I just want to let you know, the technology of digital tolling is uh, 
Still got some work to do. In other news, while I was away, if I had Alexa, there's a new skill you might have heard of to scare off burglars. It's a, it's a, a skill that is basically what's called a way mode. Maybe you've heard it if you're an Alexa owner. And you can configure up to seven audio tracks that will actually play conversations as if you're home. Nice and loud. So when the burglars come up there to your house, they're going to hear all the recordings of all the Alexa owners they've had on their system replayed into your own home. No, I'm just kidding. Saturday Night Live uh, writers have written some ridiculous um, uh, tracks to make it look like you're home. But it would be even funnier if they're, pay- if they're playing other Alexa owners' conversations that they've recorded. Um, but it's a skill you can add. So when you're adding your timers to your lights and when you're adding you know, whatever you're adding to, to make the burglars not come to your home, you can add this Alexa skill called Away Mode. And uh, it'll, it'll, it'll make the burglars laugh while they move on to the next house. <laughs> Anything else you want to talk about, Bob? Uh, we want to talk about car, smart car windows or flat earthers. Flat earthers is pretty funny. Oh, okay. So there's another CNET article that I yeah. found funny. I like it. Yeah. It's, uh, the headline is, sorry, flat earthers, Google Maps now zooms out to a globe. And, you know, the end of this article is just priceless. <laughs> okay. Google Maps rolled out a globe on Friday. Mm-hmm. Most likely frustrating internet-connected flat earthers around, uh, sorry, across the world. <laughs> you can't say around the world, across the world. <laughs> Click on the new globe mode, yeah. zoom out, yeah. and the earth will morph into a globe. Which, by the way, is the actual shape of our planet. <laughs> Use your mouse and you can twirl it. Ooh. Globe mode, such a creative ma- name, right. is designed to address a problem which often used, uh, with often used flat projections, mm-hmm. also known as Mercator projections. Mm-hmm. The renderings don't accurately portray the areas of regions that are far away from the equator. For example, Greenland appears to be about the same size as Africa, even though it's actually much smaller yeah. than the continent. Right. In a tweet, Google uh, said, Globe Mode fixes that. Oh, good. With 3D Globe Mode on Google Maps desktop, Greenland's projection is no longer the size of Africa. Nice. The Google Maps team tweeted on Friday, just zoom all the way out. It's good to know that in the year 2018, we know the size of Greenland. Thank you very much, Google. Okay. Globe Mode is only available on desktop and, like Google Earth, is part of the company's efforts to bring more accurate representations of the world to its users. Well, that's lovely. Okay. Now I'm getting to the sweet sweet spot. Yeah. <laughs> Flat earthers, Uh-oh. many of whom believe our planet is encircled by a wall of ice and that gravity <laughs> doesn't exist, oh. were quick to find fault. Globe mode, they say, is just another flawed mapping technique. Really? From a flat Earth point of view, this is a change from one inaccurate projection, Mercator, to another, a globe. (laughs) Pete Savior, a social media manager at Flat Earth Society, said in an email. (laughs) They have their own society. (laughs) Well, this is the, so this is the reason why Russia meddling gets actual uh, play, because people believe the Earth is flat. You can have the Russians tell you anything too, and they'll believe it too. That's why it actually can have some sort of some sort of traction because there's enough people in the flat Earth society that believe the world is flat that they must have other folks that believe the dingling stuff coming from other countries is real too. Well, most of this extortionware and whatever that the politicians want you to believe that they're targeting the government. Right. Well, guess what? I get it too. Everyone they does. T- everybody, you know, they don't discriminate. Not- so, what's your line here on the flat Earth? The society's talking. Okay. I can't believe. <laughs> They have a whole society. 
Google Maps is a product mm. that tries to deliver what its customers want to oh, receive. I see, I see. Most people firmly believe the Earth is a globe. Most people. It's sensible business <laughs> to display it as one. Flat earthers can discuss this at their leisure if they can get their convention organized. <laughs> Unbelievable. We'll put a link up there as well. Well, we've got a whole society, the Flat Earth Society. It is funny. We're going to step out for a quick break. we got two lines wide open. I'm sorry if I offended you if you are a believer in Flat Earth. We'll be right back. There you go, Mr. Mike. This is Computer Talk with Tab. That would be the Flat Earthers uh, theme song. Not. Um, we're going to be here till uh, 11 o'clock. Feel free to get online, 800-966-WTIC, 522-WTIC. And we'll do our best to help you out with your computer problems, questions, comments, and concerns. And uh, two lines open. So let's go right to your calls. You're nice enough to join us on this Saturday morning. We're going to go to Bob in Manchester first. Morning, Bob. How are you? Good. How are you? have that problem with the blue screen oh. only I have uh, some more information I took a picture it only it only stays up about 15 seconds uh, what it says here is uh, the stop code oh good hang on a second I want to take that stop code what is it well it says system threat exception uh, no system threat red right exception not handled and it says what failed uh, semicolon BK a uh, BCKD dot SYS. That's it, huh? That's it. All right, so that is something we can actually look up for you finally. And there's a few solutions to it. This is Windows 10, right, Bob? Yeah. Okay. So there is um, a direct answer from Microsoft. And uh, we can put that link up there for you. But let me see what it says here as far as what Microsoft think it is, thinks it is. A lot of people have this issue, I guess. You're able to get past it, though, right, Bob? Uh, yeah, it just restarts. Uh... Oh, I can tell you what it is right now. It is your canine web defense. Canine. Yeah, do you run canine? Yeah. Yep. I should have actually asked it in a different way to make it look even cooler, like I knew everything. But no, it says right here you you run. You, so what you're dealing with is a canine problem. So canine, we recommended canine for many, many, many years. It was a great web filter before a better one came out called OpenDNS. The, the drawback of canine is it works on these logs and it can really bog your system down if you don't clean out the logs. That's what I found. So my recommendation to you, Bob, would be to uninstall canine. Yeah. From your system and consider configuring OpenDNS as a filter. Well, I think I have that already done. Oh, good. So uninstall K9 from your system if you've already got OpenDNS in place. You don't need both filters, although it's extra secure, I guess. Um, and also, do you have AVG antivirus? Um, no. Okay, good. But check with, um, uh, try to uninstall the K9, and uh, this problem, quote unquote, should go away. <laughs> oh, I'll try that this morning because I think a couple of weeks ago it did it seven times for me. Yeah. We're, we're much more effective when we actually know the error code. When you, when you say I've got a blue screen of death that it happens occasionally, it's a little too – that's not much to go on. So. It's a little yeah, weird. And it, and yeah. it happened so fast I've, I finally took a picture of it. Nice. I caught it right at 100%. Nice job. It was going to re- 
Those smartphones really come in handy, don't they? Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, I'm going to try it. We'll see what happens. Yeah, we'll be here till 11 o'clock. Let us know. All right. Thanks. All right, Bob. Bye. Bye-bye. Uh, what a link up there if you'd like, but, uh, yeah, blue coat smart, uh, it's, it was a great technology. Um, canine web filter was a good technology many, many, many years. Uh, we were doing this show for like 24 years. So it's, we've recommended a lot of things that have changed and, uh, we think open DNS is better, um, nowadays. I think canine was bought by semantic. If I'm not mistaken, but I could be wrong. Let's go on to uh, our resident groupie, Danny in Glastonbury. Hey, Danny, what's up? Hey, guys. I was using malware bytes uh, like I do routinely. And yeah. it, uh, you know, you can see all the apps that scan and it goes by real, real quick. Yeah. And all of a sudden it stopped and locked on uh, .com, Android, .egg. And it stayed there for, I don't know, about five or six minutes. Did it go past it, though? Yeah, it went past it. That's okay. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I wouldn't worry about it. There's some sort of it could be an Easter egg uh, within the uh, Android operating system. Now, is that something I, I I looked that up and it says it's got these eggs for the games and the little hidden things and stuff. Yeah, is that something that gets updated or changed regularly? It could be the these operating systems and games throw in what are called Easter eggs. These are little mm-hmm. special uh, things you find. Little, so, little treats. Yeah, in your case, Malwarebytes is looking at it a little longer. But don't be worried about it. If it detects anything, it'll warn you. If not, it'll just move on. Go mm-hmm. ahead, Bob. Now, and I can't get OpenDNS on my uh, my Samsung tablet, can no. I? Uh, OpenDNS, yeah, you can if you do it through your firewall. Um, and if you can configure your IP address on the Samsung, um, the DNS settings within the Samsung network configuration. But if you set it up on your firewall, everything in your network will be protected by OpenDNS, which is really the best way to do is it. That- is that hard to do, or is it kind of like step-by-step step easy? Well, I mean, you're kind of geeky with your SpaceX stuff. So if you look at the – we've put some um, instructions up many, many times that is, they're pretty straightforward to follow, and it's free. I, I think I went to that a couple of times, and it kind of only applied to uh, – it didn't apply to tablets. Well, no, again, it, you would configure this on your firewall. Oh, my firewall. Okay, okay, right. Because it will hand out it'll hand out OpenDNS security that you. way. So that it will be sending out to my tablet. Yep. Yeah, you see, uh, NASA announced the uh, astronauts for the SpaceX Dragon and the Boeing Starliner. Nope, I did. You did, Bob. Yeah, yep. they did that Friday. So they actually, we got the names and the faces of the people to get to ride the big rocket first. Nice, very cool. All right, Danny. All right, bye. Take it. We're gonna be here till eleven o'clock. Feel free to get online, guys. Four lines open on this rainy Saturday morning. We'll do our best to help you out with your computer problems, comments, questions, and concerns. And uh, if you're a flat earther, I'd love to hear from you. Too. I'm just kidding. That's a different show. I'm not sure I can handle that call. We're going to be right back. And we are back. This is Computer Talk with Tab. I'm Eric. And I'm Bob. I've always wondered, you know, it's the year 2018, and those EMS warnings are obviously very serious, but why does it sound like the guy is talking through, like, some sort of Radio Shack system where he sounds so bad where you've got the google assistant that can sound like an actual human and that guy is better it used to sound like a complete a computer you couldn't even understand but now it's got this you know this really poor audio quality sounding like it's going through like 17 different really bad uh actually it sounds tubes. a lot like dr spazzo do you remember dr spazzo i do not i do not but you just think i mean you know it'd be nice to actually understand it more clearly the diction of where you know where you're actually dealing with these emergencies it's much better I know it's a government thing, um, 
I can't afford necessarily the latest in HD anything, but uh, you would just think that it'd be better by now. Feel free to get online, 800-966-WTIC, 522-WTIC. We have three lines wide open, and we'll do our best to help you out with your computer problems, comments, questions, and concerns. And uh, let's go on to Doug in Ellington first. Morning, Doug. What's up? Good morning. How are you? Good. How are you? Pretty well. I have a Mac, uh, iMac 27-inch uh, desktop. Beautiful. Well, we're trying to make it that way. Uh-oh, what happened? <laughs> well, I've got a lot of malware. and uh, Not on a Mac? Didn't somebody tell you you couldn't get infected? Yeah. Oh. Did... I want to find that guy. Yeah, you want to talk to that, <laughs> that, that genius that told you that, huh? Yeah. <laughs> well, a- anyway, yeah. Um, I went online yesterday looking for some uh, software to take care of some of the problems. Yeah. And PC Magazine highly recommended Bitdefender. Sure. Okay. Do you have any uh, any advice on what would be the best uh, download to take care of uh, these problems? Well, there's all sorts of tools. I mean, I think Mal- I know, I know. Malwarebytes that we always recommend, I'm pretty sure, has a solution as well. Um, for, what, it, what did you suggest? It's called Malwarebytes. I'm pretty sure they have a Mac solution. Um, Bitdefender is Romanian, by the way. Bitdefender's Romanian? Yeah. I didn't uh, know that. Okay. Uh, <laughs> why is it? Everyone over there in, a, in the, uh, uh, the old Eastern Bloc countries well, are making antivirus software. I don't get it. Who would know better how to fight to viruses the than the creators? Yes, yes, don't worry. We'll take care of you. Yeah. Um, Webroot has a, has a uh, solution that we'd probably recommend. The other thing, too, Doug, is that you want to prevent this from happening in the future, right? So, of course. Now that you realize that Macs can be compromised, um, that's a good thing. You're now your eyes are wide open. You want to run something called OpenDNS. Um, you want to configure that in your network so that anytime anybody comes into your network, workstations, laptops, whatever they might be, you'll be protected. Uh, this won't happen as often uh, with your Mac. That's number one. Number two, you probably can fix this without any kind of tool. Um, the, the thing about Macs, there, there is some benefit to them as far as how they're they're put together. There's, there's so few of you that run them um, that the, the, the bad guys haven't gone too deep into hacking your operating system. So you should be able to just clear the cache, which I assume this is a browser-based malware that you're dealing with, right, through your Safari? It, it seems that way because everything is really slowed down quite a bit. Okay. So try clearing your cache in Safari um, and seeing mm-hmm. if that's the issue. That'll clear up the problem. But if it doesn't, Malwarebytes is an option. Webroot's an option. Um that I would have you try. Um, they're good antivirus tools, and you can keep, right. it, keep it running on your system. And you're, you know, you're willing to buy a Mac, so pay for the web route. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's a couple more bucks a month, right, Doug? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> but you want to prevent it in the future, which means you want to be on a filtered Internet so that you don't find yourself uh, impacted like you have been. It's just based on where you're searching, where you're, where you're Googling. Uh, you're going down some rabbit hole by either yeah. inadvertently typing something or being tricked by some ad that is getting you there. All of the above. Yeah, and you're human. You're human. Well, thank you very much. All right, Doug, thanks. <laughs> Take care. Bye-bye. Yeah, bye-bye. Uh, yes, Apple Mac can be impacted by malware. You are not immune, and uh, keep that in mind. Let's go on to yet another Bob. Everyone's named Bob, Bob. We're going to Windsor Locks and Bob. What's going on? Hi, this Hi. is uh, Bob at Windsor Lock. Yeah. Um, I have a... Uh, PC computer running Windows 7 Professional. All righty. It's, um, 
the computer is a uh, Hewlett Packard Z220 workstation. All right. It's a pretty powerful thing. I've had it about two and a half years. Hmm. And recently, I've gotten some updates to Microsoft uh, Security Essentials. Essentials. Mm-hmm. And it fouled up my computer. In what and, way? Well, first of all, in Outlook, I could not print any of my emails. And, there, and, you're, and why do you think Essentials did that? Well, because I went back and looked at the restore points, and it was about the same time when I went back when the Security Essentials was updated. Hmm. So I ended up spending six hours on the phone with Microsoft Techs. Oh, you're not going to get that time back, are you, Bob? Uh, and uh, they finally fixed it. What do they think it was? Was it Essentials? They didn't tell me what they thought it was. They had to go back in and uninstall Microsoft Outlook and put it all back in, and oh. then it worked. They did nothing with Essentials then. They your no, your no, Outlook they did nothing with Essentials. Yeah, so, so now okay. here's the problem I'm having. Yes, sir. I a lot of times I do some work on my computer, maybe like to lunchtime or something. Then I go away and do errands, chores, whatever, and I yeah. come back at six, seven o'clock at night. Yeah. I usually shut the monitor off, so the, just leave the computer running and goes into a sleep mode. Mm-hmm. Now the computer's shutting down, and so when I get back, I have to hit the button to restart the computer, and I get that notice, Windows has been shut down inadvertently or something, do you mm-hmm. want to start it in normal mode type of thing. Oh, so your machine's crashing on you while you're away. Right. That's and not it, good. And it does that every day. Well, do, is it, do you have anybody else in your home, like your wife? Nobody uses this computer but me. I hear you, but she could hear it running in the background, and she could be saying, "That Bob," pew, turns it off, walks, no, walks. By. <laughs> no, you can't okay. hear it running because I don't. I have the sound off, and, and the computer is very quiet. Gotcha. So something's turning off your machine. I Go would ahead, look Bob. into your power settings, power options, mm-hmm. and I would tell it to never shut down. And the other thing that I think, if you go in and you and you drill down into the advanced settings, I would how do, almost. How do, I, how do I do that? You're going to go into power options. You hit the start button and just type in power options. Or down you can in, go into control in panel. Low, down in the lower. Lower left-hand corner. Or you can go to control panel, and you'll find it in control panel as well. I'm on the computer right now. So. Sure. So my point is, is if you go into the advanced power options and drill all the way down and keep expanding the little pluses or arrows right, till you find the hard disk, and it'll say turn off hard disk after X number of minutes, and you want to change that to never, right? Because I've seen that cause BSODs and all sorts of nice problems. That really, we really don't need. Well, yeah. Why would that have changed? Oh come well, on, Bob! Any update that occurs on a Microsoft system is going to change your furniture. Who knows why? Okay, a lot so of times, I'm, some I'm of these in, updates I'm, restore some of the default settings. Yeah, very annoying. So I'm, when I'm you the power options now, all right. and, I, and I got a button check for balanced. Mm-hmm. Well, you want to set it, as our opinion, into just a full yeah, power performance. It. Don't balance it because you leave your machine on. So change settings. Yeah. Correct. And then go into advanced settings. Okay. All right. Keep expanding everything till you find hard disk drive. Okay. I got hard disk. It... And what does it say? Turn off hard disk after 20 minutes. So that's what's been happening you for you, Bob. Microsoft thinks it knows better than you, and it's been killing your machine. 
So it's been shutting my hard disk down after 20 minutes. Yes, sir. Yeah, well, when your hard disk is shut down, guess what? <laughs> it goes to read the hard disk, says it's off, and says, oops, I don't know what to do. <laughs> and the funny thing is, then then Microsoft comes back and says, an un- unexpected thing happened, even though it did it to you. Unexpectedly. Isn't that no, great? It, That's technology. You, you can change the minutes in there. Can I just shut Set it to never. Set it to never. How yeah. do I set it to Put never? Put zeros in it. Yeah, I think they have zero. zeros in it? Yeah. yeah. Okay. When you save it, it'll say never. And I hit apply, right? Yeah. yeah. That should do it for you, Bob. Now, the other thought I'm going to give you yep. is that when you walk away for, from your computer for that long, six hours, my recommendation would be to shut it down. You know, go to start and shut down. And here's why. We have storms moving through right now. If you have a power blip or something, you're gonna you could scramble your system when it gets hit by a power outage. No, um, I, ha- I have my computer hooked up to a UPS. All right, so you're definitely better than most, um, but still shut it down for all sorts of other reasons. Like you okay. know, you know, somebody decides to push the power button. Maybe you're you know, who knows? Okay. Uh, you really shouldn't just leave it sitting there for six so hours. I'll turn it off when I'm going to be away for a while. I'd recommend that. Yeah. Oh, well, I like you guys' recommendations. You've always been good to me. So. Oh, good. So that's what I do. We don't leave it sitting there running. It's just you know going to have more protect, more problems that could that could occur. All right. Okay. All right, Bob. Good luck. I appreciate the help, guys. Our pleasure. Bye. All right. Bye bye. We're gonna step out for a break, right, Mike? We got three lines wide open for you guys. Eight hundred nine six six WTIC five two two WTIC. We'll be right back. And we are back. Mr. Mike's in a kind of a laid back mood today the weather bringing him down, I guess he says. We're going to be here till 11 o'clock. Feel free to get online. We got a couple lines open for you. 800-966-WTIC, 522-WTIC. And uh, let's go on to Gary in Bloomfield. Morning, Gary. Hi, there. What's up? You there? Yeah. What can we do for you, sir? Uh, a couple weeks ago, I started getting the blue screen that reads, the system thread exception not handled. Yeah, and do you have an error code along with it? Uh, it just said bckd.sys. <laughs> it's the exact same call we had just two callers ago. Well, I missed you because I just uh, called in maybe five minutes ago. No, 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 no. I'm not admonishing you. I'm just saying <laughs> it happens to be the exact same error. Um, it's based on a canine. You must have a... Uh, 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 yeah, I have canine. Canine, yeah, by by blue coat uh, running. So you need to uninstall it, Gary. It's it's causing the issue for you. Okay, so I uninstall it, and then uh, I'm presuming there's still a link on your website someplace for uh, Open DNS. There is, sir. Yeah, that's what you want to use going forward. Canine was great, but their logging is, I think, probably causing this issue. It slows your system down quite a bit too if you don't clear them. But okay. it is interesting that everyone's having the same error. Okay, so all I need to do is to just go into, uh, was it, Programs? Yep. And then... Uh, uninstall it. There's an uninstall someplace. Yep, it's going to probably ask you for an admin password. Okay, so I have to do it through that then. Probably, yep. Yeah, and and then, then, then reboot your computer. Okay. And see if the error comes up. It should take care of it. Okay, so just go in, uninstall it, take care of that, and yep. then go back into your website and... Configure OpenDNS, yeah. Okay, thank you very much. You got it, Gary. Okay, bye. Bye bye. And if you have your own firewall, configure OpenDNS on that so that anything in your network is being handed out, that nice, safe, clean, protected OpenDNS um, superhighway. 
which doesn't have, you know, it doesn't take $10 million to figure out if it's going to be told or not. I'm just kidding. Still bothers me every time I hear about that $10 million study that my, my kids and grandkids have to pay for for the bonded. Oh, well, well, I digress. I'm sorry. Let's go on to uh, David in Hartford. Hey, David. Hi, good morning. Morning. Um, I have a bit of a follow-up question to, um, I think, like two or three callers ago. Okay. Um, you told him not to leave his computer on and to shut it down. If he's not going to use it for six hours, why would you leave it running? Well, what I typically do, that, that's a very good question, waste of power, waste of drive, you know, drive life and, and all that fun stuff. All sorts of bad things can happen. Yeah, and, and what I was wondering, though, is I've sort of done a, a, a compromise. Sure. Because um, I don't like having to, to restore all my, you know, IE windows. Actually, I don't even use IE. I use Chrome. Thank you. But um, I don't like to have to restore all my browser windows to restore my email window and, and whatnot. So what I usually do is I put it to sleep. I use the sleep mode. Mm-hmm. Um, is that the same thing? Is that good enough, or would you still recommend going for a complete shutdown? No, sleep is fine, and if it's working for you, that's good. Um, again, it's all a matter of usage. Uh, for, for for Bob, you know, he's not going to do what you're doing. He's probably closing his windows, being a good computer user, not being kind of a, you're like a sloppy computer user. You'll keep everything up, not criticizing, but you're leaving it up, you know, hoping it's all going to come back the way it was because that's the way you use it, and that's fine. Um, he's probably closing his windows. We'd prefer you to close your windows down, and that way your your systems, those applications, have a chance to refresh when you bring it back up again. And if you bring your machine down physically more often than leaving it in a sleep configuration, it gives the machine the ability to kind of clear its cache and clear its RAM. It'll work better for you. But, yeah, you but sleep does work. Those, those updates from Microsoft as well, like Microsoft and other software companies. So you also get your updates. You are, yes, you are correct. Um, but again, Microsoft will get a way to – they'll find a way to push those suckers down on you anyways. Okay, and actually, one thing also made me think was today, boy, oh, boy, the weather's bad, and I think I will shut down today. There you go, Dave. <laughs> Good. Thank you for the help. Our pleasure. Yeah, I keep telling my kids, you know, shut the, shut, turn the TV off when the, when the thunderstorms are coming through. Why, Dad? I mean, they'll keep, they'll keep everything running. Just, just willy-nilly. I'm like, guys, why do we got to turn everything off? So we have uh, four lines open for you, 1-800-966-WTIC, 522-WTIC, and uh, we'll do our best to help you out with your computer problems, comments, questions, and concerns. Are your kids playing Fortnite? Everybody's playing Fortnite. You know, I mean, you've heard stories about the craziness of Fortnite. My son, who's like now nearly 21 years old, was playing it years ago when it was basically a PC game, and now it's everywhere. And uh, basically, it's a battle royal type of game where it's one against a hundred, and you're in this amazingly cartoony style of uh, of a landscape, and you're you know trying to be the, the the king of the mountain, the last one alive. And uh, it seems like a fun game. It seems very addictive, and they're making billions of dollars, and it's free by the way. But they're making all sorts of money because kids are buying upgrades and buying all sorts of add-ons to to beat the other guy to kill them first. Obviously, the most of us are sitting back saying. There's probably better things to do with our lives. But the reason I bring this up is because parents, yep, I'm going to say this, parents are paying coaches to coach their kids in being a better Fortnite player. Because, and here it comes, they're hoping for scholarships and the ability to make it professionally in these e-leagues. I kid you not. We are talking about virtual, these are couch potatoes, literal couch potato kids sitting on the couches where their parents are paying for coaches to improve their Fortnite skills. 
the apocalypse, the apocalypse is upon us. <laughs> it's, the, it's the end of times. Um, I mean, Facebook was down for an hour on Friday, and people were joking about it being the most productive hour in the past 10 years. And now our kids, I mean, the other thing about Fortnite you have to be aware of, parents, is that if your kid could be eight years old and you, he could be playing on a team with a 45-year-old who knows who, talking and conversing. There have been examples of folks uh, telling these kids, hey, give me a picture of your mother's driver's license. Uh, and the eight-year-old does it. So there's some issues with this technology. But the fact that you're paying coaches to improve your Fortnite skills for your kids so they can go professional is just as silly as paying tens of thousands of dollars so they can hit a baseball better. Because guess what? They're not going to go to the Red Sox. Probably not. Mm-hmm. Teach, them how to, teach them how to read, you know, math. That's the kind of stuff we got to work on, guys. In the year 2525. What is that? If man is still alive. 2525. Yes, your arms hanging limp by your side. <laughs> but but it's going to be standing there. Man's got nothing to do because some machine's doing it for you. Ah, the Matrix. <laughs> All right, we're going to step out for a break here, and uh, two lines open for you. Feel free to get online eight hundred nine six six WTIC five two two WTIC. We'll be right back. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.